Gila Daf Lamed Aleph Omad Beis, overcoming physical constraints, Kiilu Makrivim Lefanai Korban. To understand the piece of Gemara we have here on Lamed Aleph Omad Beis, we need to go into a little bit of background uh, with a Gemara in Menachas Daf Kuf Yud, where based on the Posuk in, in, in Tehillim, Shir Hamalot Hinei. Hashem Hashem. Behold, all the, all the servants of Hashem bless Hashem. Ha'omdim beveis Hashem ba'leilot. The people who stand in the base Hamikdash in, in the base Hashem at night. Says the Gemara, my ba'leilot. Who? What, what's at night? We don't do avodah at night. What, what is the pasuk even talking about? Amar Rabbi Yochanan, elu tamidei chachamim ha'oskim ba'torah ba'leilot. This is talking not about the koanim who do the avodah, which is done in the daytime. But the Tamidei Chachomim who are in the Beis HaMedrash, Beis Hashem in this case is the Beis HaMedrash, at night. I regard it as if they're actually doing Avodah in the Beis HaMikdash. And then we've got a few others. Anybody who's learning Torah, it's as if he's bringing a sacrifice. Anyone learning Torah doesn't need a korban oil. What does it mean when it says, this is the Torah of the Chatas, this is the Torah of the Asham? If you study the Torah of the korban Chatat, it's as if you've brought one. If you, if you deal with, you go deeply into the Torah of, of the Asham, it's as if you've brought an Asham. It's the strangest Gemara in the world. It's like, that's like your gym trainer saying, you know what, you don't have to go to gym. If you sit at home and you read up some books about gym, it's Kilu, it's as if you've done it. How, how is that even possible? How can you say you don't, have to, you don't have to cook dinner tonight? You can tell your wife. You know, read about it. Study, study cooking a little bit, and that'll be as if you've made dinner. It isn't. There isn't a dinner to eat. If you haven't gone to the gym and worked out, you haven't developed your muscles. Well, how does the Torah tell us this is the most amazing chidush? And what does it mean? And the uh, the, the Marshal explains, where do we get it from? Uh, because of the idea of Leilot, where it can't be. In the, the daytime is, is a time people aren't learning. They're, they're at business, they're working. At nighttime, they're, they're free. And we say in the Gemara, Yazif Bayomu Farabalaila, you borrow in the day and you pay back at night. When you go out to work, you're basically saying to, uh, to your Nashom and to Hashem, I'm, I'm busy, we're doing with my Parnassah, I'm busy with work, but I'll get back to Torah tonight. Tonight we'll do the Torah. And Kiilo Skim Bavodadi Kakra this Posuk in Tilim is talking about Avoida. So when it says, clearly that's talking about, about learning, the learning of Torah. And the, the, the Maharal explains that because a, a korban is to bring you close to Hashem. That's from Lashon Karev. When you've done something wrong, you've drifted away from Hashem, a korban is designed to bring us back to Hashem. And there's nothing, he says, more powerful than bringing you back. What is it in the korban that brings you back? It's the Torah of the korban. It's the neshama of the korban. Everything has a physical form and it has a neshama, it has a soul. It's not only human beings that have souls. We have higher souls, but everything has a neshama, it has an essence. And very often we get wrapped up with the body of the thing and not with the essence of the thing. The essence of every mitzvah is the Torah of that mitzvah. The doing of the mitzvah is just the, the, the pinnacle of it. 
So you take all that Torah and you express it physically. But the real essence of the mitzvah is all the Torah of the mitzvah. The essence of, of Shabbos is Masechta Shabbos and Masechta Erebin. The essence of Yom Tif is Masechta Beitzah. The essence of, of Korbanot is Seder Kodshim. That's where you really, that's where you find the essence where your soul connects with the soul. But then we, then we project it, then we express it physically. So when you're keeping Shabbos, you're just expressing Masechta Shabbos. When you're keeping Rosh Hashanah, you're expressing Masechta Rosh Hashanah. That's really what it is. It's like a musician who plays a piece of music. You just hear <coughs> what he's playing after 30 or 40 years of studying music and practicing it. And now you hear the concert, you say, wonderful. That's just the expression of years and years of study. So Shabbos is the expression of study, of learning, of understanding. Yom Tif is the expression of understanding everything we do, tzitzis, tfilin. These are all expressions of, of deep understanding. We don't always all get the opportunity to go into that kind of depth and really understand our mitzvahs, but that's what Limud Torah is. So when it says that if you learn Torah, it's as if you bring the Korban, says the Chofetz Chaim in Torah, oh, that means you learn with depth, and he bases it on a Rabbeinu Bechaya. She'en lo ma'ashitiya kavana she'yahage v'yigros lashon ha'parasha b'fsukeha ha'arumim bilvad bli she'yetbonen b'ferusham. It doesn't mean that you just say over the Korban, the Parashas Korbanus and the Siddur in the morning without understanding it. B'fsukeha ha'arumim, in its raw, naked psukim. That's not what it means. Without really understanding the perush, the, uh, yesterday was Tuesday of Parshas Peshalach. I was asked more shyness yesterday about whether you should say Pashat Haman than I think I've been asked about Yom Kippur in all my rabbinic experience. All of a sudden, the internet is full of uh, the Hasidim say you say Pashat Haman on, on the Tuesday before. Let's babble off another thing. We don't babble enough. We don't babble another Parshat because it's good for Parnassah. It's not good for Parnassah to babble something off. The Shulchanor says in Simon Aleph, the first, first Simon of Shulchanor, say Pashat Aman every single day. And says the Chofetz Chaim, that means learn it. Not say it. You say it with Unculus. And you learn it with Rashi. And you reflect on what it means. And you commit yourself to operate the day, your day-to-day, -day, based on what you're learning in Pashat Aman. It doesn't work that you, you, work, you, you live a secular life for the whole year, and then you babble of Pashat Haman on the Tuesday before Pashat Peshalach, and you think this is going to magically change everything. It'll do nothing. And everybody gets excited because the internet's full, filled with this midnight. We've got a Shulchan Aruch every single day. We're meant to reflect and contemplate what it is. So with Korbanot. Now, where does this come from, and why does it have such power? That comes to Al -Gamora. And Al Gamora tracks a conversation between Avram Avinu and the Rebbeinu Shalom. The, the Mishnah says, When the Ma'amodist and the Ma'amadot are the people who used to come from the community, every week a different group of people would come and stand at the Beis Hamikdash while the Korban Tamid was being brought, and they represented the Jewish people while the, while the Korban was being brought. And if it weren't for, for Ma'amadot, and what do they say while they're there? They learned Ma'amadot, they learned the first parasha of the Chumash. Where do we get this from? Because if it weren't for Korbanot, the world couldn't exist. That's how important Korbanot is. And the Rambam brings this in, 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 in Hilchot Korbanot in Lahalacha. If, if it weren't for Korbanot, the world couldn't exist. That's how important Korbanot are. Um, 
So, so when Avram asks Hashem, how will I know that I'm going to inherit it to Israel? Um, he's not worried about Hashem's promise. I understand, absolutely, I'll get it to Israel. But maybe the Jewish people will sin. And you'll wipe them out like you've already done. I've seen what you do when you get angry. How do I know the Jewish people will deserve the retention of Eretz Israel and you're not going to wipe them out? Omar Lefanov, he said, Omar Lo, he said, love, no. Omar Lefanov, you want to know, Ba'me'edam, I look, Echali Eklat Meshuleshet. Hashem says, I'll teach you Korbanot. That's what the Brith Ben Abitarin is. And the Ma'ashor explains, it says, Kechah, it doesn't say Karevli Eklat Meshuleshet. Sacrifice and Eklat Meshuleshet. It says, Kare, it says, Kechah, and Kach means, Kechenu Bidvorim, it means use words. So we see this idea already there. Amar, so the Rebbe, so Moshe says to, to, to Avram says to Hashem, Understand while the Beit HaMikdash is around, we have Korbanot to bring us back to you. That's the idea of Karev, as the Maral says. The Korbanot will bring us back to you if we drift away. But what happens after the time of the Beit HaMikdash, before the next Beit HaMikdash is built? They've got Mesechtas, they've got Gemorahs, they've got Mishnah. They can say Korbanot every morning. If they learn Parshat Korbanot, I will I will forgive all of their sins. And 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 Rashi learns exactly what that what that means. Um, but but what do we see here? What Avram is saying to Hashem? What happens when we're constricted in what we can actually do? There's a physical constraint. We want to bring Korbanot, but we can't because we don't have a Beit HaMikdash. What do we do? And, and this is a model for physical constraint. That's what's beautiful about this. This is not only about Korbanot. Avram's having a fundamental discussion with Hashem. What do the Jewish people do when they're physically constrained from aspects of Avodat Hashem? What do you do when you're physically constrained? How does a pilot learn how to fly an airplane when there isn't the financial resources to train him on real planes? So what do we do? We simulate. And through the simulation, the first time a, a commercial pilot flies a, an airliner with a whole lot of passengers in it, it's the first time he's ever flown that, that type of plane. All his training has been in the simulator. How can? It's clear if you, if you can't, if you're physically constrained, you can simulate. And that's what Limadat Torah is. Limadat Torah is not babbling at the Korbanus in the morning. Limud Torah is using your imagination and getting yourself really into it. As the Chofetz Chaim says, it means understanding, it means being osik, it means dealing with it, it means deeply understanding, applying your, your mind, going through the halachot, what is it? Like the Chofetz Chaim himself, who was a Kohen, realized that if the Mashiach would come, he might be called upon to be the Kohen Gadol. And he was ready. He would have known what to do to walk into the Beis Hamikdash and to start bringing Korbanot and to do the Avodah. He knew how to do it. That's how he learned the halachot. He didn't learn the halachot as something theoretical. He simulated the real thing. In his mind, he simulated the whole Avodah. So he knew how to do it. When we learn about tefillin, we should simulate the whole thing of how to make tefillin, how to write tefillin, how to wear tefillin. When we learn about Hilchot Shabbat, even if the halachot that we're not actually physically in, in, involved in, Hillel in the, in the Hilchot Shabbos, Chabura and Shabbos morning, how many things are we learning that we don't every day? We don't have the real, the theoretical shilas often, they're interesting. But we get into it as if it's a real thing before us. What do you do if? How do you deal with that? That's where your mind where your mind goes. Because your mind can go anywhere. Your mind is not constrained. 
the only thing that you might be constrained in is physical. Okay, but your mind is still free. So we don't have a base amikdash. Okay, we can't bring the korban. We can go a certain point and we can't go further. But go to that point. Use your mind to go to the point that you can go to. And with your mind and your imagination and your emotions and your feeling, that's how you get into learning. That's why learning is meant to be exciting. That's why just passive learning, sitting back and letting the learning flow past you, uh, that I used to call, you remember, the jacuzzi learning. You, know, you sit in the jacuzzi and the water flows past you and you think you're swimming. You're not swimming, you're sitting in a pool of water and the water's, the water's busy, you're doing nothing. Uh, you get into the pool and swim 25 lengths, 30 lengths, 50 lengths. Now you're swimming. And it's the same with learning. You can sit in the, in the, in, and, and the terror is flowing past you. Your fingers going down the duff, you're turning the pages. It's jacuzzi. To learn, to get your mind and your heart into a piece of Gomorrah, even if it's a small piece of Gomorrah like we do every morning, a small piece of Gomorrah, but get to understand what is this conversation between Avroma Avinu and the Rebbeinu Shalom. What says Avroma Avinu if there's no, if there's no Beis Hamikdash and people are constrained in how much Avodah they can actually do? No problem, says the Rebbeinu You're not constrained in how much you can learn. You're only constrained in how much you can do. So learn. And I'll consider it as if you've done because you've gone as far as you're able to go. That's the meaning of this. And that's why this is so, so terribly important. And that gives us an indication of how we're meant to learn Torah and how we're meant to relate to the Avodah. And when we say the, the Korbanot in the morning, what does that mean? It's not just babbling. It's Limud Torah. The Vilnagon likes you, that to come right off the Birkas Torah. Instead of Yivarechecho Hashem and Eilud Vorim Shem Shir, the Vilnagon says, say Birkasatur, and then go into Korban Tamid, and then say Ezu Mekoman, and, and then say the Bryce of Rabbi Yishmoel, because that's the, t- you're learning the Torah. The Brach is to, to be Osek, to learn Torah, start learning Torah right away. That's what those passages are for. They're there to learn Torah in the morning before we even daven. And, and we tend to think it's all just transactional, just babble through something, you can check that off, and then babble through something else and check that off. And now it's a Tuesday before Parashas B'Shalach, so now there's another thing to babble, you can check that off as well, and now your Parnos is going to be wonderful. That's not our approach. Our approach is, un- unfortunately or fortunately, you've got to earn the Hatzlocha. If you want special success from the Rebun it requires effort. It's not about a, a Kamea, it's not about a charm. It's not about a, 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 a tzaddik giving a brocha, although these things help, but it's really about is the effort that we invest in our own growth, in our own development, in our avodah Hashem and in Libut Torah.